Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I am Anne Scamplebury. Wow, it's the first time that's three. happened in a long time, isn't it? Yeah. Happy yes. New Year, Happy Simon. New Year. Happy New Year. How have you been? I've been mixed. You have been, been mixed, good. haven't you? <laughs> I've been good and bad. I'm, I'm very poorly at the moment, so... Do you know, um, you've got your shirt undone. I do, I do. Like because, a button more than I, usual. Right, because I'm really, really hot and sweaty as well. Because having, I walked here slower than normal. Steve will tell you, I didn't get here until 22. Whoa. I know, because I'm so poorly. And then I just started sweating. I forgot to do it back up before you came in. That's just for Steve's benefit. Yeah, mm. I know. Also, he makes me. <laughs> Not true. That's our time from <laughs> half six till 20 to seven normally. I arrived a little late. Uh, uh, how are you guys? Do you, uh, do you know? <laughs> I just got papped by our guest, actually. <laughs> That's unfair. Just keep that for your personal records, all right? That's a friendly, eh? <laughs> uh, good, thanks. Quite busy. Mm. A little bit stressed. On the verge of getting ill, but it's that time of year, okay. isn't it? Look when, forward to it. When nobody knows what the weather is, and your body especially doesn't know. I've been trying to work out how long I've been ill for, and I think it's three weeks on and off. Oh, is that a point at which you should go to the doctor? I know they say, I like, believe so, but I can't go to the doctor until next, next week, because I'm going away tomorrow. Oh, Simon. I may never see you Why guys don't you again. just lie down now? Yeah. Take the hour for yourself. Okay. All of the students came back today. You're oh, did they? Mm, it was their first day at university. Right. I was there to see them arrive. Year, is this year two? This is... What do you mean? Is this the second year of the, of the course? or is well, it, well, no, it's, it's, the, it's the start of all of the years of the course. I mean, your course, though. Is it, is your course, do you teach a multi-year course? I do. Yes, yeah, so it's... It's year one, year two, and year three. Oh, so they all all... Came... Oh, wait, wait, okay. But this is the year ones I was seeing for the first time, uh, okay. new faces. And? and of course, well, it's fresh as flu, isn't it? Uh... Well, this is where the breeding ground happens. Right. So it's mostly a day of skillfully avoiding shaking people's hands. No, polite. They're, they're trying to make the right first impression. They offer a hand. Do they? Uh, yeah, sometimes. And I just, I just leave it hanging there. I never shook hands with any of my uh, no, tutors. These, I, I'm... But I never went to university. <laughs> <laughs> Might be why. <laughs> I don't, I don't think know. I ever shook hands with them. I saw a couple of them naked, though. You saw one of them doing something very rude, yeah, didn't yeah. you? That's uh, that's because I did a performance art degree, and not because anything untoward happened. It was all all in the name of art. But it was very rude. It was. It was wild. If if listeners are listening, and they should be, <laughs> and they can think of the rudest thing you can imagine a performance artist doing, it was the other one. No. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. even the one you think of no. first. Wow. I know. Yeah. Mad. Mm. Anyway, welcome back, Simon. Thanks. Good, good to have, to have you. you. Thank you. We had a good. You'll have listened to the show last week. Very Obviously. much enjoyed it, Steve. Very good. much enjoyed it. Enjoyed Do you know our... what? It, we 
we were running out of time at the end. We were talking so much. Often happens, doesn't it? It does. When you're slagging other people off. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say anything directly about you. We literally did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but because you weren't here, mm. no guest. No. Back now is and guest. He's come in to take <laughs> pictures of me with one button. Yes. Further undone than normal. Uh, it's Jack Attridge from Flavorworks. Hello, Jack. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm excited about you being back, actually, because the last time you were on, I knew what you were up to. Yeah. You knew what you were up to, mm-hmm. but you weren't allowed to talk about it. Nuh-uh. In fact, I think I've been on twice in like once every two years and those first two times i couldn't talk about what i was doing so that was a long time to be to say nothing and insulate yeah this is going to be a strange experience isn't it yeah i'm actually gonna have something to say actually to be kept yeah you're gonna blow the bloody doors off aren't you (laughs) exactly world Um, exclusive things well with you yeah actually everything's kind of dandy it's like after like years of uncertainty and worry and stress the last three weeks been pretty dreamy wow mm. it's like the opposite of brexit isn't it <laughs> <laughs> good all right well we look forward to hearing uh, exactly what's been going on uh but first we need to do with the important issues of the day don't we today's day It's 7.05 on Monday the 15th of September. I'm Anne Scanthelbury and this is the news. Stand by. Apple Arcade is coming and it'll be here very soon. The subscription service will go live on the 19th of September and cost 4 99 a month. That's pounds and dollars, thanks Brexit. There'll be 100 games available at launch, including Overland from Finji, The Pathless from Giant Squid, The Chinese Room's Little Orpheus and Beyond a Steel Sky, the follow-up to Beneath a Steel Sky. There'll be a one-month free trial available and here's the best thing. You'll be able to share the subscription with up to six other people through Family Share. We're family, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to find out if the, if um, Apple has a firm definition of what they would describe a family, because I think families are... These days? These days can be any, anything mm. and anyone. You, you have your chosen family. So it could just be six strangers that you decide are your family. And we're better than strangers, mm. marginally. Mm. Like send, us, send us your login. I wonder if we can be in Charles's family. Oh, that's a, well, yeah, that's a very good, uh, very good point. Charles's game is is on uh, on it Apple is. Arcade, isn't it? Beyond the Still Sky, is yeah, that what it's called? Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna be part of this, Anne? Um, if If we're family. If we, I mean, if we're family, <laughs> it, it's not loads of money between six of you. It's cheaper than I was expecting. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's even cheaper if just one of you's paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> if Charles, your dad is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good, and I I do love Apple. I mean, I don't love Apple, but I am embroiled with Apple's ecosystem. Yeah, you, you can't escape, can no, you? No, I can't. I, looking at my Mac, I can't. No. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very interested. I, I guess I'm going to give it a sec to get going. Do, do you get a year free with every handset you buy as well? So, is that something? Uh, at least was... Apple TV Plus. I'm not sure of oh, Apple okay. Arcade, but I think you do get a month free of okay. Apple Arcade anyway. So Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I won't because I'm Android. So. Oh, no. Uh, so, so how does this work? You get access to how many games? 100. At and, launch. And do they rotate or are there, are there games added and removed or are there only games added from this point? I don't think they've said. Yeah, oh. that's a good question. Can, can we say? Can Charles say? Yeah, is it going <laughs> to be an ever-increasing uh, library? Don't know. Mm. And they're saying so. I, they're saying, oh, these are um, <coughs> these are exclusives. But then they there are some T's and C's uh, with their exclusive. Just means exclusive to a mobile platform. So it just means it's not on Android. Right. But the cool thing is, just like you don't. There's never really been much of like an incentive for developers to make touchscreen games that aren't free to play. So that's the kind of cool thing about this, I suppose, is the experiment to give you. Lots of really innovative novel ideas that are just the only focus needs to be making something cool. So that's why I'm very intrigued. I actually thinking about it. This is probably a. This is less than I usually spend a month on games on my phone. I should definitely get this. Right, sign this, sign yeah. yourself up, and uh, then we could be become family. Yes. That's not how that works. Um, <laughs> 
But also, I, one of the That's things... the most romantic <laughs> proposal I've ever heard. Just clipped that out of the <laughs> show. Yeah. Add some soft music. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, one of the other things is, obviously... Um, in discussions about oh if it costs this much then it should be this long or it should have this much in it uh, i don't want any of that okay. i want short things that, mm -hmm. that are good and nice and maybe that something that could go into a subscription uh, could be that thing for me this is for me really isn't it i'm signing up so what you're saying is you're paying for it <laughs> sounds like what's uh, so what's interesting about it i think um is what does it do for the premium uh, games market on ios from now on I hadn't thought about that. Should we think about that now? What's your immediate observation? Well, everything's got to be less than that price. Well, it's got to be 100... If you're getting 100 games for four ninety nine. <laughs> but what if they're... Oh, I don't... Simon, this is... <laughs> this is blowing my mind. I yeah. thought I knew what I was doing. And now, is this bad? Is this bad for I, games? I'm not saying it is bad, but it's definitely made selling games on... Selling games mm -hmm. as premium one-off titles... Selling games on iOS uh, is certainly more challenging than it's ever become. Uh, it was always risky. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, what's nice about it is, is and I, I, I've got nothing to do with this, uh, um, is that your game needs to run on all iOS devices. So the same content will run on your... Uh, does that include Mac, do you know, Jeff? Uh It can do. Okay, so it might include Mac. But uh, and iPad, Apple TV, and so what you're getting is a range of uh, high quality, you know, controller based games as part of a subscription package. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, is that is that the end of the premium mobile? I mean, you know, was was there even ever a premium mobile? It might market? be the start. It could be that you know people are dropping five quid a month on their subscription service and saying, "Oh, I love that dandy game mm. by Fireproof. Oh, look, they've got this whole the room series on there. Maybe I should." dip into that for example and so it could end up yeah creating new customers for premium that's my theory but you know i've been on netflix or something before they've only got two seasons or something right and the other one i'm gonna have to buy okay but do you that's buy it that's naughty isn't it do i buy it uh i i can't remember the one time i can think of i can't remember i might have just given up but I like i feel like that's just me being cynical and someone would buy it I really desperate. once watched an episode of something on free television uh, that was about, um, it was a documentary, uh, a series of, uh, like a TV series about a reality TV show about uh, a polygamous family. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I spent £17 on it to watch the rest. I wanted to see how that one went down. <laughs> but then uh, the flip side, of course, is that uh, if um, the service is funding original titles, then I think it's true to say that in TV and film, uh, I, this is from a layman's point of view. I've, there has never been more content being created at the mm. moment and being made available. So maybe who cares about the premium iOS market? Well, talking of which, how are devs getting paid? And we could call Charles and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, uh, are you getting paid? So, you know, Apple will make a certain amount of money from subscriptions for this. How is that money being divvied up? I, I, I don't Does know. Does anyone know? No. no one's allowed to say. Anne, can you speculate? <laughs> You're probably just going to um, give everyone what they think that they deserve yeah. and uh, just how much enthusiasm they put into the making of the game. That's, that sounds about right. And that's how much they'll And even if it's more, even if it's more than Apple get off of it. So I think it will be fine, Steve. Don't worry. <laughs> Discord is getting rid of its free game library next month. The library is part of its subscription service Nitro and includes games like Super Meat Boy, Soma and Limbo. The change comes after a review of the service which showed that not all that many people were using it. So instead of that, Nitro will be focusing on more features, fun and enhancements for hanging out in Discord with the people you care about, as well as launching a doubled up size of 100 megabyte for Nitro $10 subscribers. So are they killing the whole games library on dis on for Discord Nitro? Discord Nitro is no longer a games platform, is that what they're saying? They're getting rid of the free games library. That you got with the subscription, with the subscription. to Nitro. Yeah. But Discord was definitely like edging towards being another games platform, games like, you know, a game storefront. Does that mean they are not doing that anymore? It's not clear, Steve. Okay. It's Can not you clear. speculate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. Okay. Um what? It's there's so many ways of getting free games yeah. every month. It's insane. Mm. Um, and so I'm not surprised. 
I also thought those titles that they mentioned, if you were going to have played them, you probably would have played them. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like they aren't titles that haven't been out for a while. They aren't titles that you, if you were into playing that kind of game, you wouldn't have played before. You want Borderlands Three, don't you? For free? Yeah, just smack it on there right now. Yeah, ten dollars. And then then you'll bother to download yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a uh, it's um. It's an indication of the overwhelming amount of content. You know, mm. it, it used to be exciting when there was a new bundle, and now it's like, yeah. I, now, there were so many Steam games being given away, you can't even be bothered to go and get them. It's, right. You've um, got too many. Yeah, when I was writing <coughs> this, uh, I was getting really angry. I'm glad that we had the chat about Apple Arcade, and I've got myself clear on that, because uh, I was getting really angry about the amount of subscriptions that you could possibly have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it just gets very hard uh, remembering where all your money is going. Start of the month, it's all gone. What subscriptions do you subscribe to? Mm. So I think I do Netflix, Spotify. Uh, Spotify uh, I think I've got PlayStation pl- Plus. You still have PlayStation Plus? Yeah, I think so. Because that, I think, is... I, I, I dropped mine a couple of years back when my credit card expired and I didn't bother to replace it, but I it's looking I'm, old now. Yeah, I think I'm le- either letting it lapse or it has lapsed in the... Mm. So that's one that's... Going. They're going to have to revamp that. Well, yeah. as soon as as soon as Anne disappears, surely yeah. that's when the, yeah. be it. <laughs> be the red, when the red light yeah, goes they're off. They're all waiting for. Yeah. Um, I think I've got a Now TV subscription. It's all okay. TV. Amazon and Prime. Uh, no, drop that one. It's for good. A bit. It's good. You get free delivery I'm, as well. Yeah, I know. But and some music. Oh, but it's really problematic. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but also cheap. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Wait. N- Amazon Prime are one of the ones that they have like a Netflix like subscription, but you can also buy yes movies. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think now TV is problematic? I think everything's problematic. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. I just think that Amazon. We is were more just talking about Succession. Like, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but just because they're con- what what's behind now TV that's problematic? Well, now TV takes uh, Rupert Murdoch content. Oh yeah. On him. Um, him. Game Pass. Don't have that. Nintendo Switch Online? Don't have that. What? Yeah, I know. How are you playing your SNES games? Uh, by uh, playing on my PlayStation. <laughs> Play SNES games on your PlayStation? No, okay. I just don't. Uh, this is it. It freaks me out. There are too many. There shouldn't be this many things. There Stop should just be it. one thing. Just we need like a WeChat one. for the West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There should just be like a, um, uh, a demographic uh, overview. So you just like go, look, this is my age. These are the kinds of things I like. And they should just give you a package that gets you subscription to all the stuff that you'd probably like. Are you a subscriber to any apps, like specifically apps on your phone? God, that's a quite good question. Yes. I mean, obviously the answer is no. No, what I What the am. hell is that? This is Drops. It's like a language learning app. And it's what languages just... have you learned? None yet, because I'm, I'm not using it. Great but, subscription. But I, like, I spend like five minutes fiddling around with it and being like, oh, this is quite beautiful. And you okay. like, you having to draw, uh, I, I don't know what you call them, but yeah, I was trying to learn Japanese right. and just you, and it just feels more tactile. And I was like, yeah, I'll drop 35 quid for a year. Is it 35 pounds for a year? And I just felt like it was rewarding the developer for such a good job, yeah. but I haven't opened it. So you pay for it, but you, you don't use it. Yeah, yeah. but it's my first That's... app subscription. Right. Oh, and I ha- now I have to find out where to click to, you know. <laughs> I had to check whether it's worth paying for the Strava subscription. Is it? Uh, Jude says no. <laughs> Are you going on HBO, HBO Max when that launches? Right. Because that's got not. the Gossip Girl reboot. Yes. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Maybe that's what I just spend all my money, but I never go out. <laughs> all uh, comes to you, though. You don't have to go out. No, exactly. You won't be able to afford to. Really. Anyway, so we haven't come to a conclusion on whether Discord is going to do any other game stuff. It's but, a good news um, story, though. Yeah, great news story. <laughs> Nintendo has won a UK High Court case that requires internet service providers to block or impede access to four websites that help distribute pirated Switch games, modify hardware, or information on how to modify consoles to in- enable piracy. The injunction affects five of the major internet providers providers in the UK, EE, BT, Sky, Virgin Media and TalkTalk. A spokesperson from Nintendo told Eurogamer, this decision will help protect the UK games industry and the more than 1,800 developers worldwide that create games for the Nintendo Switch platform. I have a question. Go. Is piracy still a thing? Well, so I'm a UK member, or Mm. we're a UK member, uh, they sent us this press release through the day before it was being released saying, hey, guys, just let you know we've secured a victory. Da, 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 da. We've blocked this thing you can buy. And I was mm. like, what? 
You can buy a thing. <laughs> I didn't know about internet. it. No, I did. I went on the internet yeah. to have a look at what it was and what it did. Then you ordered the thing. I can't I mean, I'll be honest. No, I didn't order the thing. No. Um, it seemed quite complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I'm, I, I, I'm not sure that it was ever uh, up there like with the R4 cards that you used to get on the, on the, DS. On the DS or what have you, where you'd li- they became so ubiquitous. I'd hear people talking about them mm. in-game. Going, why are you buying this? Just get you could just get. Um, I hadn't heard about it, but uh, yeah, now now the opportunity's gone. Um, but is, is is piracy a thing on on PS4 or on? Uh, I, I I would be really. I, I mean, I think you'd have to be entirely committed to not ever wanting to play newish. You know, mm. because obviously mm. n- the, when new games come out, they update the system firmware, and the only way to do that's connected to the internet. And the mm. internet knows whether you've been being naughty or not doesn't it <laughs> it does sadly um so yeah i mean i i, I don't know it's the, uh i'm not going to be dismissive of the scale of the issue but uh, it strikes me that despite the ease of uh, distribution of files etc it's it's probably a lot uh, less ubiquitous mm. than it used to you know when I was at school people used to meet up with uh, you know, swapping discs and all that and I used to stand in the I used to frown at those people and yeah I bet you did. did stop this let me just take that to see what's on it <laughs> so I can, yeah um, so I don't know yeah I, I, I it's uh, I've got no idea I, I, I would it strikes from what I saw about this thing that you used to be able to buy it seemed incredibly right. complicated like involved wires and, oh. and stuff oh. yeah um, and it's like a special. I think it was a, a specially made Joy-Con. It shorted one of the Joy-Con <laughs> bits or something. You're like, uh, of course, I could just pay forty quid for Mario Maker Two, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I was. What this is what I was wondering. I was wondering whether piracy has only faded in my head because yeah. I am just. I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Like, it is. It is not something I'm interested in following all of the updates and oh, here's that. Here's how you hack this and hack that and blah blah blah. Uh, because I'm just old, yeah. um, but I don't know. Who has time? Who has time to pirate? Not definitely not me. I mm. don't have time to subscribe. <laughs> I, I don't have time to pirate. The BAFTA Game Awards will return in April next year with some new categories. Game makers will be able to put forward their titles for the new Excellence in Animation and Best Lead and Best Supporting Performer Awards. They're also saying goodbye to the Games Innovation and Mobile Game Awards, although the EE Mobile Game of the Year category that's voted for by the public will remain. I wonder why that one will remain. Uh, It's voted for by the public. And it's got a sponsor. Exactly. (laughs) No, it's the public, Steve. <laughs> of course. Um, so they're always changing these categories, aren't they? Every yeah. year it, it sort of shifts around to catch up with the industry and I guess catch up with who will sponsor new categories. Uh, yeah, so the Mobile Game Award, except for not all of the Mobile Game Awards, uh, going, <laughs> uh, it, I think that's the last of the platform-specific ones. Right. So now it's just, anyth- you know, it's all in together. Got to judge everything, yeah, same as the can, other one. You can play anything or anything yeah. these days. You can. Can. On your mm. iPad, on your phone, Apple Arcade. What's the uh, What's the most uh, ridiculous of the categories? Do you think is there any outliers there? Have you got a list? No. Okay. No. Do you know what? I tried to find a list so I could copy and paste it into this uh, Google Doc that I make. <laughs> Didn't you basically was... host the Baftas a few years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, but um, no. Yeah, I mean, but, but also yeah. basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what all the categories are. There's quite a lot of them, though, aren't there? Yeah. Is that on your resume? On your CV? BAFTA host? I don't really have a I CV anymore. Does anyone have a CV anymore? I don't think so. Just have a LinkedIn, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you just LinkedIn. I haven't put it on my LinkedIn. Maybe I should put that. Yeah, you absolutely yeah, should. Yeah. Delete everything Worked else. Worked at BAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> Ran host, BAFTA. Ran BAFTA. Hosted wards. Jack, are you going to win a BAFTA? Yeah, oh, I don't get on. to decide that. I, I was on the panel jury thing last year for best narrative game were there any fights yeah what one? Oh, yeah um god of war one which i think everyone was happy with because it's very well done um, what was kind of really nice about it is that you were competing you were comparing console games with mobile games and indie games with AAA, and it wasn't about who had the most monies okay and purely just about execution and right excellence but, was but the, the one with the most monies won it did but it you know like there was a lot of <laughs> there was a, there was a, a long afternoon of conversations what about it, it what you was know. it up against uh, Florence okay I've not played that um, but I hear it's good 
Um, uh, the, Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think there were, oh gosh, what else was there? Red Dead Redemption 2. Ugh. Um, Spider-Man I love Spider-Man I've bought Spider-Man that's I mean I the narrative in Spider-Man I think is uh, for a video game uh, is exceptional and that would have been given um, how it will have implications in the wider Marvel Universe that that should have won angry now wish I'd asked you I'm so sorry did uh, you write for God of War or Spider-Man I, I, I did well we did <laughs> vote for God of War but, it, but, but it's not unanimous is it it's, 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 it's by popular uh, by, first, by majority first you got your long list and everyone has to play all the games and then you narrow it down to your short list and then you narrow it down to your one right. uh, the fifth one was what's the dude Lucas Pope his last one oh Obra Dinn yes yeah. yes That's, it's weird that didn't win it's coming out on Switch this month is, is it, it? yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. uh, which, which one did you narrow it down to I, I guess I'm honest. I mean, I went for God of War. Did you? I mean, well, you think that's better than Spider Man? You think that's better than Oprah did? <laughs> <laughs> Who even said that was my first choice? You know, um, but yeah, uh, but I think it deserved it. It's actually got some. It, it's got some very, very good, just Spider-Man foundational story structure stuff going on in there. <laughs> it did. It did. I mean, I, 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 I'm, an, I'm an old man. I'm a father, mm. so I cry. It doesn't take much to make me cry. Well, I'm glad it. I'm glad it moved you. Have you ever won an award, Jack? Couple of ones. Really? Um, I did just, like, just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. I mean, I can't really remember. And it might be the only ones I, I would ever win. I mean, I did. I just remember a very, very cringy acceptance speech I gave at Develop Awards once oh. with Peter Molyneux. And as soon as we got off stage, he just poured me like a big glass of red wine because I just needed to shake it off. Oh. Like I was going for something that, like in my head, I saw like um, George Clooney, the Oscars, or something. But mm. I think it just came off just like this kid needs help. Uh, what are you going to win at the Baftas in the new categories? Because yeah. obviously you got to go in for the lead, lead and supporting performers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love that the supporting performers. Yeah. That mm. feels little, way more, you know, legit. Um, I have no idea. Um, I mean, we'd be grateful to get nominated for any. I have no idea. But Very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what do you want? The, the, the only one thing, like I think, in in our game that I'm proudest of is like Holly Earl, who plays the lead in Erica. I think gives one of the best performances in any game ever, um, for many, many, many reasons. So I, I would love to see her nominated. Um, and obviously, our music's by Austin Wintory, and he did a belter of a score. So. I'd really love to see... The campaign starts here, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess... I, I don't even know the rules to this. Is this going de- to disqualify me? You're not allowed to go on radio begging for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I hope none of you are on the jury. And finally, fast food chicken chain KFC has made a dating sim where you get to date Colonel Sanders. And TVH, it has a really good name. Developed by Psyop, it's called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator. In the game, you play as a student at culinary school and the aim is to date the colonel and also to become his business partner which feels like a very unhealthy blurring of professional boundaries it'll be out on the 24th of september and sounds clucking brilliant hey yeah good yeah good 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 story good idea i saw this and i thought yeah good and it looked so well executed as well uh have you played it have you it's not out yet it's out on the 24th okay What, what had the team done before Ooh, like, are they dating sim specialists or yeah so I saw that there was a bit of like well I was talking to some friends who were saying like there's a bit of um, unrest in in games because this is getting some coverage and it's just marketing and this isn't the height of these these kinds of games and you know it's taking away coverage from other games and it's still made by made by developers it doesn't matter what it's for it's still going to be made by I, someone so um, I spend some time on Steam Oh, do you? Yeah, I do, on and off. And I would say uh, maybe about 60 or 70% of the games uh, on the front page of the indie section at any one time are dating sims. Right. And judging on appearance, which you shouldn't do, but I do all the time, uh, because I'm definitely not downloading any of these things because I'd probably get put on a list. Uh, this is definitely at the top end of those sort of games. It's free as well. Yeah, so... um, Even better. Yeah. So they're an advertising company. Are they? <laughs> yeah. They also do game stuff in as well. It was uh, so, so well. In fact, they are persuading us. That's what they're, what they're, <laughs> that's what they're keen, keenest to tell us that, that that's what they do. Oh, God, it's worked, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no. Don't buy Don't download this game. Or do. It looks like it'll be really fun. I don't even eat chicken. You don't. 
but you're gonna. Well, if you go out with Colonel Saunders, you can convince him of the <laughs> error of his ways, they're, can't you? They're doing the Beyond Meat chicken um, in uh, in America at the minute. Okay, they're trying out, so I'll, I'll be fine. I thought uh, I thought he looked quite handsome. I oh, did as well. Oh, they've they've, <laughs> they've made him sexy. Haven't they? Are you like, saying he never was? No, it's just diff- uh, it's not less my thing. More other people's <laughs> thing. But he's like, but it's how he's leaning against the counter. He just looks like such oh, a good hello. lean. Yes, yeah, such, such a good, good lean. He's always lent like that. It's just that you've never noticed. No, but it, I um I will be uh having eagle eyes on this game when I play it through because I don't think eagle it's right. Eagle eyes, chicken eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it's right that you should be trying to date him and become his business partner at the same time. It's not. Do okay. you not think you should mix business and pleasure? I think that that uh, abuse of power is not appropriate. Thanks, Anne. <laughs> Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, this is Tsuani Battle Music. It's from chipmusic.org, where we get loads of our chip music from. Uh, we're a video game radio show. We talk about video games. We play music that sounds like it's from an old video game, and this definitely does. Um, just quickly, mm-hmm. while we've still got the news in our head, I skipped out one uh, joke that wasn't very good, but it always disappoints me when I skip out a, go- yeah, a joke. Yeah, go on, go on, go on workshop See it. if just you can find a way to naturally weave it into this bit. Oh, yeah, so, you know, oh, d- um, subscriptions, Pfft, oh, you know. Uh, well, luckily, Discord has said that it's going to refund anyone who is disappointed that their subscription had changed because they clearly don't want any... Um... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> good. 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 Let's Good. move on. Let's Here move on. We are. Uh, we're running so far behind. We're running, because well, we're having a nice time, aren't we? Good chat. Yeah, good yeah, chat. It's all right. Let's keep the good chat going. Jack! Hey. So, uh, when was it you first showed me the prototype to Erica? It was like uh, I just quit my job. And I told you I'd quit my job, didn't I? You. Yes, we but, had a no, secret. But, we had a coffee, but, didn't we? And I, you were the first person I told outside of my friends Aww. and family. Yeah, there's that one. Isn't Jack and friends then, and family? Sorry, like yeah, yeah. Yes, well, that was that was when I, that's when I officially made him a friend <laughs> yeah. and family. Yeah, I want to be on the subscription. Exactly. With you. Yeah. So, um, but no, I remember the one time I probably showed you showed you. Uh, I just quit my gig. You were still where you are now. And um, <laughs> just playing a negative. Um, but you know, like it was that point in time, and I showed you. And then we came here. Right. Uh, the other thing about Jack that I don't think many people know, you know this. Do I? Is that uh, I was talking to Jack Attridge when I found out my wife was pregnant. <gasps> yeah. Friends and Exactly. Yeah. Mm. He's a very important man in my life. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Turns just... up at these, at these times. <laughs> Maybe this is one of those times. <laughs> I nestle myself in the nooks of your life. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I was always really excited about, you know, having been... Um, you know, as, 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 there at the conception. Elder, exactly. I'm pretty sure you're in a special thanks on the credits right. somewhere if you look okay. hard enough. Right. When, you, when you're feeling Parkin poorly. Could learn, could learn <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but having having sort of lived through like uh, CD-ROM style uh, games, etc., uh, and always, you know, actually, you know, I've rebought the Dragon's Lair trilogy mm-hmm. again recently, and having a bit of a soft spot for the genre. I mean, obviously, it's not without its flaws, Steve. I can't you take that look off your <laughs> face. No, I was just like, are we? This must have come up like three years ago and five years ago and And I'm like have we talked about this recently or are we just stuck in a time loop like you're perpetually buying that game oh Dragon's Lair Mm -hmm. absolutely I did buy it on mobile and then it came out on Switch what what was I supposed to do Mm. Um, but you know so even uh, all those years ago what you were showing was so far ahead of what was being done in in the genre Mm. Uh, so it strikes me it took a little longer than it should have done, did it? Yeah, well, yeah, me too. I mean, it was basically quitting a job, living on floors and couches, trying to find funding, first finding investment funding, and then using that to feed ourselves, then finding publisher funding, then realising we're not making it on one platform anymore, moving over to another platform, then finding an office, and finding employees and accountants and lawyers and recruiters, and then working out how to actually write one of these things on a technology that we built from the ground up so it didn't exist yet, and then having to work out how you go from like a game and writing and designing into a film set, 44 days of filming on the budget that's like a tenth of what it should be, I suppose, if you look at some of the other things out there and then going into post-production working all that out and then working with a publisher getting it out and now doing what i'm doing now which so, is just... so um, how was the end result then compared to t- those aspirations you had right at the beginning it was radically different the game's called erica by the way and yeah it's like a live action interactive game kind of like a band of snatch but very tactile lots of more it's more of a game than it is a film but it happens to be filmed even though it's a game so it's like telltale or supermassive or don't nod or something like that of course um and yeah for, for me there was it was all about the seamlessness and how to make it as reactive as possible and not making it feel like video you know saying if we were not using film would we make the same decisions that was kind of the, the thing um and whilst it was very different in many, many ways, it depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm like, it's 10% of what I wanted. Sometimes it's 90%. Uh, but a very good thing is that it seems to have found an audience and it's been getting very juicy reviews. Um, and so, yeah, like years of worry and stress and will people get it? It seems that it has clicked with some people. So, so tell us yeah. what you can about the premise. Premise is Erica is uh, you when you're f- you're first with her. She's like this young child, and she goes through this very traumatic experience uh, with her uh, the death of her father. Uh, it's kind of like this horror setup almost. And then when you we cut to the next scene, it's like present day. She's an adult now, and this sort of childhood experience has haunted her into adulthood. And then uh, something arrives on her doorstep that kickstarts, reignites the mystery of the death of her father, and kind of pushes you into this sort of very like you know traditional filmic thriller mystery uh but the idea is because it's a branching narrative game the idea is that we're not just telling one story and saying you've got branching and choice because of agency reasons but instead because if i go and see this conversation happening at one point in time or from one perspective it will radically change how i view it in terms of if you got a news story land on your facebook depending what news outlet it came from you'd have a different flavor about it a different lens to see it through so that was the idea of choice but at the same time we wanted it to be something where rather than running and jumping and shooting these huge bodily external actions it was like being able to wipe a tear from someone's cheek or brush the hair behind their ear or dust off an old mirror and look back at yourself so trying to make something that felt alive and tactile and also because my Mum and my dad and my sister, whenever I try to get them to play games, the only time they were used to CGI was like a Pixar movie because of that family-friendly aesthetic. So I tried to get them to play like an emotional opening to a big AAA game. It just didn't work for them as well. So it's like should have showed them Spider-Man. I should have showed them Spider-Man. <laughs> so, so yeah, the live-action aesthetic was kind of like accessibility on one side of things in terms of getting over that neophobia, but also um, allows us to get all of that nuance from a performance that you just can't get from traditional cgi even if i threw millions and millions of dollars of it we just couldn't get there and all the existing game engines out there are very much about 3d and stuff and we knew we wanted to do video so we had to build this tech called touch video which was a nightmare but <laughs> hey, building a, an engine from the ground up on your first game is not a good idea but um it turned out really well so that that stuff works beautifully and then having to work out how to completely reinvent the way a film set works after they've been like doing it one way for 100 years so, so, what, so, so what sort of things did you do? Well, 
there's issues like I mean because it's choice and stuff we can't it's, it's very much a case of like you can't just shoot anything and then plug it in which has kind of been the case of FMV games since forever is that they just film whatever they want plug it in a little button will come up you'll click the button and then that will load the next video but we wanted the interaction to be within the world and so the cursor it senses the depth of the world and you can pull the camera focus and all of this stuff and you know if I don't make a choice then Eric won't say anything so we had this rule that Erica will only speak if you choose for her to speak, which is a nightmare because you're taking away like a writer's most primary tool, mm. which is exposition from your protagonist. But we wanted to make people feel like um, a connection to her. And there was once a bug in the game where she did speak without a player putting uh, input in. And when she spoke, it really felt cold, like I wasn't with her anymore, like I wasn't this conscience in her head. And we were like, okay, well, that kind of vindicates that experiment and then in order to stop this kind of there's this thing we say like if games are a lean forward experience then films like a lean back experience but if you play one of these story games you're leaning forward you press a button you lean back for five minutes and have a drink and check your texts and then you have to lean forward again it's like a chore so we were like okay we have to be interacting every 15 to 20 seconds just keep the rhythm going uh almost for better for or for worse you know but it keeps us engaged and so all of those things, yeah, just meant that we had to have certain rules of when we can use a wide shot, when we can use a close-up, how you hand off the cinematic flavour then into an interaction then back into cinematic flavour again. So it was pretty bonkers. Right. But it's one of those things that I always was like, if we just aim ridiculously high, maybe we won't hit the moon, but we'll land sort of high. And I feel like even that, I'm kind of happy where we've landed. Even four years later, I feel like it's a very big world of difference between uh, an interactive film where you click buttons on top of the video and a f game that is filmed where you're interacting with the world why didn't you just make a sad pixel art indie <laughs> platform game I, I i mean i know it's a real niche in the market <laughs> just, but that yeah. was that was true though we were like yeah me and pavley left 22 cans we were working for peter molyneux who very nicely became actually one of our initial investors in a very parental sort of way, along with Ian Livingstone, who invented Choose Your Own Adventure books, yeah. <laughs> but fighting fantasy, not Choose Your Own Adventure. Um, and it was very much like, what's the point of us existing if we're going to make another pixel art game or another shooter? Mm. Because there's people that do that better than us, and they've been doing it for, for you know many, many, many sequels. How are you going to ever catch up with that? So at a time... We didn't. This is just before her story was even announced as well. Right. So you know, F and V was completely not on the radar at the time. Uh, and Sam was also very nice. He like offered to help us and stuff like that. So, in the so early days. Was there much dialogue between the two? Because obviously he's got two games out. I did. Because did Telling mm. Lies come out just before Erica? Or I think we shadow dropped roughly, about a week beforehand. Oh, okay. It was just a, we, we, that wasn't intentional. But it was just it was just uh, the PR decision from PlayStation. But, right. But it, uh, the only thing that annoys me is how much they get compared. Right. Because they both use video, but they're radically different. Like Telling Lies is. I think Sam calls them like interface games where you're interacting with a computer, right? And you're telling the story in a very non-linear way, which is really cool and gives lots of opportunity. Whereas our thing was that if someone was scared of video games, let's give them the thing that looks as much like something they're comfortable with as possible being a film, and then just slowly like drip feed the gameplay until the point where they're just effortlessly controlling and using all of those sort of film codes and conventions to tutorialize you. So the first thing you'd see in the game is like a Zippo lighter. And we're like, as long as you know how to use your phone and you know how a hinge works, I shouldn't have to tell you how to open the Zippo. And when it's open, I shouldn't have to tell them how to ignite it. And it's those interactions that are quite intuitive because they're built on our model of the real world. Whereas I try to get my mum to control an avatar, trying to get her to walk around a room and uh, Hadouken open a, a yeah. door. It becomes very like, okay, suddenly that's the language that we're used to but that's completely alien to her. But we wanted our cake to have our cake and eat it by, whilst trying to make a game that my family can play, also not alienate the existing narrative game fan base. What does your mum think of Erica then? Oh, I mean, she's constantly messaging me every piece of media she finds. Like, uh, she's played great. all the endings. You know. She made, she bought a PlayStation <laughs> and made a PlayStation Network account. Excellent. And I had to explain to her that she had to name the account because she doesn't know this idea of so-and-so, you were killed by so-and-so in a death match. 
So uh, she's called herself Porridge Fuel, <laughs> which is the most mum thing right. ever. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you ever get killed by Porridge Fuel, right. that's, that's my mum who I've converted into this, yeah, yeah, this that's gamer. Started. Yeah, starts there, gets onto the Call of Duty beta and then right. keeps going. Exactly. You know. What's next then? The next thing is now we've got this tech. Uh, touch video and this editor called Cookbook, which is, allows you to like design these stories and you put storyboards into them and you shoot and then you just drag and drop that edit back in and it's like works like magic. Is to tell more stories of it to keep validating it. Like the idea is that we've got all these mechanics that tell many, many, many stories, whether it's romance or comedy or horror or whatnot. We don't want it to just be this one type of experience. Uh, so we have some ideas and we've been talking to some people. And we're going to try and work on that. But hopefully this time, not, not four, years. four years. Yeah. <laughs> and instead something, you know, like under, less than half of that, hopefully. Right. Eric has been kind of like that test bed and stress test, where it's like we had no idea what we we're doing. And there was no existing examples where we could learn either. It wasn't like go see a tutorial on how to make an interactive live action game where you can touch the world in tactile ways. It just didn't exist. Right. So now we know all that and we've made all the mistakes uh, and got this nice little proof of concept out of it which I think, uh, again, we're, we're fairly happy with and, and people seem to be quite into, we can hopefully make it faster and better and smoother and more delicious. Great. Well, hopefully you'll know. Mm. It was reviewed on the show last week. Did not know. Well, mm. it was. I did D- not like I, it. I don't want to tell you how it went down. Oh, dear. Uh, but I loved it. It was very Marmite. <laughs> no, I love it. Oh, it great, takes thank all, you. Like it's, it's, uh, it takes so many of the boxes of things that I really love about games. Um and I think it particularly plays into what you were saying about the interaction isn't shooting it's not violence that's not what I enjoy really I mean you know it has its place every now and then Mm. but I generally like uh, I like experiencing things in games that I experience in my day to day life now I'm I'm not saying that everything that happens in Erica has happened to me, mm. uh, and everything that she goes through has happened to me. It certainly hasn't. Um, but yeah, I just really like that feeling of being in a world and feeling like I'm really inhabiting it, um, and yeah, moving through that story in a way that just feels uh, I, f- I felt a very strong connection to it because it was so real. Because it was real. Oh. Um, so yeah. Thank you so much. That's so wonderful to hear. Uh, seven out of ten. Yeah, I tell, it is a seven out of ten. We'll play again. <laughs> yeah. what, this, what this has proved, though, is that yeah. porridge fuel doesn't listen to one life left. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yet, but I'm sure she'll be on a pod. Like she will sniff this podcast out. I haven't told her I'm here. Well, no, but if it was reviewed on the last yeah. show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's what I'm saying. Oh, what was it? Well, I mean, she's just going to Google Erica, right? Uh, so will she find it if she Google's Erica? I don't know. How many Erica's are there in the world? Exactly. Oh, dude, that was a nightmare. <laughs> like They had a side character in Stranger Things called Erica. You can't spell America without Erica. Oh, that's, that, that doesn't help the, the search results. Well, congratulations, Jack. Really, I was really, really pleased to see it out there and, uh, and seem to be received so well. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So and uh, we look forward to seeing what you do next. And it's less than a tenner. Letters. Got to crack on, haven't we? Oh my goodness, we are talking a lot today. Uh, this is the letters I was about to go into reviews. I don't know what's going on. Robert Wells writes, Hello team, hello SSG. I'm on a train coming back from a weekend by the seaside in sunny Whitby. While I was there, I inevitably drifted into an arcade and put far too many 2P pieces down a chute in the hope they might push a plastic dinosaur off the edge. I also threw some money at Space Invaders Frenzy on the uh, the 2016 gun game. The Invaders, looking as they did in the 1980s, slowly dropped down the screen and you picked them off with a massive plastic gun. Quite quickly, you introduced to new enemies that exploded smaller versions of themselves and power-ups that give you shots like you had in Missile Command. Soon, it's ludicrous strobing rainbow... Worthy of its epilepsy, absolutely. I can't. I'm poorly. Soon, it's a ludicrous strobing rainbow. Worthy of its epilepsy warnings. What classic game update did you never realise you needed? How long till Pac-Man the FPS? Pip Robert. Mm, people loved uh, that Pac-Man reboot, didn't they? Not my back. family. I didn't love it either. I enjoyed it, but uh, my wife and my son did not. What was it called? Uh, it's the one where one, uh, one of you is where most of you are the ghosts, right? And uh. you and you can see the the map, uh, whereas the Pac-Man, Pac-Man can only see. I bits think of I the meant map. that one. Okay. Do you mean the Championship yeah, Edition DX thing, that. which oh, just feels like one. you're in a nightclub or something? <laughs> yeah, I like that actually. Well, yeah. I like the five minute demo People because definitely liked it because <laughs> 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 you can get it in your subscription package. <laughs> um, any 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 answers to that, Scants? No. 
<laughs> that's the letters then. I have any answers. Thanks, thanks, Robert. Um, if you've got any letters that you want <laughs> answering. <laughs> Well, we're on a schedule, aren't we? We've got 10 minutes left. If you've got any letters you want answering as comprehensively (laughs) and as professionally as that, please email them. Team at onelifelove.com. Listening to One Life Left and Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Secret Man by Goingham. It's from chipmusic.org as well. Um, we have a big day or big night this Friday, don't we? Hey oh. Hey oh. It is Mariaki Night at Loading in Dalston. Uh, Jack, you've been. To Mariaki, yes, I've been a few times. Yes. I tried to. Not, not do in the recent closing. months. I even wrote, been... uh, not for a while, I haven't been outside at all. No. But I remember writing a song for it. You did, you hey wrote there, uh, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. It's yeah. actually a Mariaki classic. That goes uh, down very well. It really does. I didn't know anyone else picked it but me. No, it does. It gets picked. It's fantastic. Um, we've got a big night this Friday, though. It's very, very special. Uh, sort of our last Mariaki or our first Mariaki. We're rebranding. Ooh, changing the name. Tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm so suspicious. Well, we will tell you, but only face to face on Friday night when the new name ah, is announced. Now that's the reason to go. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna show show off our new logo uh, and uh, you know show you our new name as well. It'll be very very exciting. But also there'll be new songs. There'll be drinks. There'll be the supportive mariachi crowd, and we're gonna have an excellent night. That's that the plan. is a guarantee. That's the plan. Uh, we're also, uh, we can announce we'll be at a Unite as well. What? Yeah, a week on, when would that be? Don't know. Week on, a week on Thursday, I would have thought. Week on Thursday. next week. Yeah, that's it's very, very soon. Um, so that's really, really exciting. We're also doing a secret gig in Hamburg. Wow. Soon. Not so. that much of a secret anymore. Well, no, it is. We don't know where. Yeah, Hamburg's a big place. Or when. You can't just rock up to Hamburg Stand Airport. Stand around Hamburg. Hamburg <laughs> saying, why, why, why Dead <laughs> Island? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, any other business or shall I put the reviews theme on? Uh, let's do it. This is the review theme. Scans. I remember now. Hi. Uh, I've been playing Pin Out. Didn't argue. No, because I know what I'm talking about. All oh, right, is that why you always... Yeah, because sometimes that. I forget. Okay. Pin Out, that's a game by friend of the show, yeah. Henrik. Yeah, I guess we d- disclose that. Although, I'd say what I'm about to say now to his face. Would you? Yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd say, oh, it's good, isn't it? Um, <laughs> pin Out is an endless pinball game. It's not a machine. I wanted to call it a pinball machine. No. Uh, endless pinball, um, where you just keep flicking... Till you stop and you run out of time, then you've got to flick some more. Um, it has excellent music, an it amazing really uh, aesthetic, like it's mm-hmm. like bright colours, looks really good. Just want to keep going, flick, 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 flick. I'm really bad at pinball, so I kept failing, which was really annoying. Uh, but in fact, I just had a really nice time playing it. Um, it's very, uh, I don't want to say calming, but there's something that is quite. Um, soothing about it's uh, like how you meditatively sort of work through it keep going keep going yeah uh, and then within it you get to play little uh, uh, other games that sort of come out when you get to extra time um, yes yeah, very very fun uh, no, I've not got much else to say about it 7 out of 10 Simon uh, I've got a couple of games I want to talk about. Uh, first, well, so um, one of the games I don't want to talk about, Super Mega Baseball 2. I found myself embroiled in a pennant race over the summer. Me and um, 
Mr. Driz, I think his name was. I, honestly, shop, it, it was, uh, yeah, I spent too much time playing it, trying to get to the top. I didn't, came second uh, that week. Uh, but that's a fast-paced sports, multiplayer sports game. Uh, I've been playing the opposite of that, mm-hmm. playing Snooker 19 on the Nintendo Switch. Snooker the opposite of baseball? Well, in terms of, like, pace, I think. Yeah. Um, when you do that that movement and the other well, do that movement. and certainly in terms of the uh, time between the fact that you could often do stuff <laughs> if you're on the end of a uh, beating by Ronnie O'Sullivan uh, it's fully licensed uh, snooker, snooker simulation it's got a career mode it's got um, tournament mode etc 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 it arrived a little late on the Switch uh, held out for it um, and uh, yeah it's pretty good uh, it's got all of the content from other versions uh, it doesn't look quite as nice uh, but it's all there it's got quite a um quite a refined control system so it's not like something like Jimmy White where it was very easy to get in and quickly uh, build up brakes this one takes a little bit of getting used to um, but once you become a little more competent at it it's it's quite possible to pull off some, some reasonable shots and so if you're a fan of snooker which I am mm. uh, and you don't mind the perils that come with a game of snooker which is occasional uh, I don't know minute or so periods of inactivity while someone else is wiping the floor with you <laughs> Uh, it's good fun like I say realist, it's got realist, uh, it's got real players commentary that sort of stuff um, and yeah if you put the time in to, uh, to learn the intricacies of it it can be very rewarding 7 out of 10 which is the opposite of Mutant Year Zero a game I'd been desperate to play on the Switch because I'd read nothing but good things about it on all the other formats a cross between real time and turn based strategy stealth and well, that's right up my street. It does I thought. sound it. Yeah. Uh, the Switch version uh, is appalling. It, it, <laughs> like, it's appalling. Oh, Simon. I, I, I was so angry. Uh, I'd held out for so long, waited for such a long time in order. I'd kept away from everything. I already own it uh, for free. It's, it's on Game Pass. I didn't play it then. No. Uh, I thought the Switch... Yeah, it's just, it's just a blurry, horrible mess of confusing UI on such as I, was, I only play uh, hand, um, handheld and so uh, it's difficult to understand what's going on because you can't read it the, t- uh, the, the images are blurry it just looks awful um, I, I played it for 25 minutes before I thought you know what this isn't going to get any can better can you say anything nice about it well I, I haven't seen whether there's a patch because I, I mean I'm not certain that they could make such a significant difference but maybe there is maybe they've made it better since I played it at the start of the summer but it was a poor it was it, it angered me 7 out of 10 uh, I just checked and Dicey Dungeons mm. the game that I reviewed last week and gave 7 out of 10 is now 14th on my list of all time Steam games that I've sunk the How most time in oh, great. Uh, so far I have played 50 hours of Dicey Dungeons great. it is just above Forager and just below Shelter 2 and two places below Chime Sharp my own <laughs> game yeah. So, yeah, Dicey Dungeons is still brilliant, 7 out of 10. I've also sunk a decent amount of time over the last two weeks into Alpha Bear 2. Alpha Bear, game by Spryfox, I think one of the best video game developers out there, uh, people who made Alpha Bear 1, you won't be surprised to hear, but also made Road Not Taken, which I think is one of my favourite video games of all time. Uh, Alpha Bear 2 is a word puzzle game. You find words to clear a space for bears, or actually to make a bear grow into that space. Um, It's really good. It's really addictive. What I would say is if you are making a free-to-play mobile game, it is almost like a tutorial on how to squeeze players uh, for money and how to make them watch adverts. And it does it all with, (laughs) with such charm that you kind of don't mind. It also has a subscription model built into it, which is new for Alphabet. It's almost, Mm. almost uh, sort of an afterthought. It's like you can pay us for this amount of cash or this. This is the really big package. Or, you know, just pay us a fiver a month. Like, we'll just give you some stuff and it makes sense. Almost want to, but haven't done that. Uh, Also played um, Kind Words. Kind Words is super, super interesting. It's a letter-writing game. It was part of Humble Bundle, I think. Uh, basically, you write, uh, you send some feelings into the air saying, I'm a bit sad, and then people write back going, don't be sad. There's no way of writing back to them after that, so it's not like a way of making friends or anything. It's just a way people? of Yeah, it's just a way of reaching out and saying, it, I'm a bit sad. And uh, hmm. it doesn't get abused like people don't send stuff 
back that's sad. Not so that far. Does make you sad. Nope. Uh, I only had positive responses, mm. and I only sent positive responses. But it's the internet, so I don't know. I think the fact that you can't use it to actually make connections, you mm. only get anonymous replies, does help in that regard. Uh, all seven, all sevens, all Good. sevens. Jack. Well, I've been playing this game by a company called Flavorworks. Uh, the game's called Erica, and it's an interactive live-action game where you can do lots of delicious things, and you go buy it for eight ninety nine on the PlayStation Store. It's at least a 7 out of 10. Interesting. You, you should, do you have to declare any kind of interest here? Because we do, we're, we're all about yeah. ethics. Exactly. We, don't, we don't want to appear on Kotaku in action, do we? <laughs> uh, yeah, I might have been involved in it. Oh, okay. um, but, you know, it's, it's not published by us. It's published by PlayStation, and I'm not part of PlayStation. That's so technically, true. I'm That's one true. removed. Good. I'm not the end vendor. It was it? awkward last week, as you'll have known, when mm. I had to declare our interest in Dicey Dungeons. Like, oh, friends really? with this one, friends with this one, friends with the, not friends with the artist, don't know him at all. <laughs> and I like the art, so yeah. 7 out of 10. It really is a good game, though. I'm surprised you haven't played that one. I have played it. I played it early. Um, right. I Played it before it was cool, did you? Uh, yes. I played the Itch version. I am yeah. waiting. I, you know, I do love my PC. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, it's, it's not my most used format. I'm hoping that it will come out on another format. One assumes uh, it think- will. Terry said it's coming to Switch. Yeah, okay, but did he good. say that to you? No, he said it on the internet. Did he? Okay. Good. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for it to come out on Switch. Good. It's the right format for mm. it. It's excellent, but it's brilliant on anything. I, I think. was so pleased to see it doing, doing, doing so well. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Couldn't happen to nicer people. At least three of them don't know about the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thanks so much for coming on the show, Jack. You've been brilliant. Oh, yes. thanks so much for having me. Have again. another idea. Come on and uh, not be able to talk about it. Yes. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll try and I'll try and time it perfectly next time. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, we'll be back next Monday, won't we? Yes, I won't. I will. Don't I worry. will. Don't all worry. Right. See you all then. See Goodbye. you then. Bye. Shall we? <laughs>